welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't quite ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the Kick-Ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Jason, before we introduce our guest today, there's something we really need to talk about because it happened the day that we recorded our last episode, so we haven't been able to talk about it on the mic. Oh my God. Rihanna Fenty, oh. Rihanna Savage X Fenty, her lingerie show yeah. at New York Fashion Week. This is literally, okay, it doesn't have anything to do with like what's about no, to happen. No, no. So um, sorry for the but, red herring for the yeah. catfish, yeah. but Fenty yeah. kind of does have something to do with what we are about to talk Inclusion. about. Inclusion. Inclusivity. Yeah. yeah. The fact that Rihanna in 2020 yes. can put uh, people from uh all like all genders, all sizes, all races, races, um, like models, Ages, dancers, singers, yeah. just like people. It was it was a performing arts degree up in there. <laughs> it was a performing arts degree up in there, and make it like so accessible. Mm. Like she made me feel like, oh yeah, I could I could be the next Fenty. You could be. Oh my god, really? Yeah, of course. Oh, but anyone could be. Oh, you could be too. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, and choreographed by the Paris Goebel, mm-hmm. who is not recognised enough in New Zealand, I personally feel. Well, you posted that thing on the yeah. um, Kick-On's Instagram the other day, and she was like, why is no one talking about yeah. um, the fact that and, uh, Māori and Pacific Islander people are literally on the world stage? Yeah. And, like, what was the front page? Oh, I don't know, but it was boring. Yeah. It was probably about Judith. Do people even get the newspaper anymore? Um, can we sing the, um, today, tomorrow, tomorrow theme song? Does it have a theme song? Yeah. Uh, you talk about the Timaru Herald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the slogan is miss a day, miss a lot. Today, tomorrow, Timaru is a song by, um, a band whose name escapes me. They'll probably be playing at home. And it was a song. Like it was, had nothing to do with anything. Really? (laughs) Quite honest. I thought it was a newspaper article. I mean, headline. I mean, brand. No, no. Oh, Hawks Bay Today had one. Oh, yes. Hawks Bay Today. Yo! No, it didn't. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> on the radio, <laughs> my ears are ringing. <laughs> I'm really glad there's more than just us in the room right now for that. Um, that's amazing. Okay, so back to Rihanna. Everyone should watch it. It's on Amazon. Yeah. Video, which is really unfortunate because, like, um, you got to pay for it. Oh, why do we have an account? I think it comes out of your Mm. your pay packet every month. I think it does. Um, yeah, but Amazon Prime, amazing, except the fact that it's owned by um one of the worst human beings ever invented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate that about me. Yeah, um, that's fine. But please go and watch it. It was great. Yeah. Now we're sitting here with. um, the third member of someone who could also walk the Fenty Savage show. Oh, 
Okay, I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to say it. Say it. <laughs> say, speak your heart. Okay, I'm going to put it out there. Best looking guest we've ever had. What about Tono? Oh, Tono. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about Every Tom Willington? <laughs> I forgot that, another guest, on that another guest that we've had is also in the room. <laughs> no, Tom, it's not like that between you and I. You know that. You know that. Um, uh, we have... Since we've started this podcast, we have been thinking about election. We were shocked that we got Chloe. Like, that was not in the game plan at all. No. We were... You've done me a real disservice here, guys, by putting her on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were shocked when we got Chloe. Imagine the feeling when we, <laughs> we got, got yeah. <laughs> Okay, he's here. He's the kick-on politics expert. Please welcome Rory Lenehan Iken to kick on. Did I say your last name well? Perfect. Okay, Absolutely. Good. I was Zimpuri. a bit nervous yeah. about it. One of the few that gets that right. Oh, oh my God, amazing. And we also have Tom in the room from Meatball Monday. He is here. He's here and he's queer and he's listening. He's our bartender. He's our bartender producer. That's it. A sensualist person we've had on the pod. <laughs> yeah, second. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Okay, you'll take that good. Yeah. It's going to be funny when the mics don't pick up what you're saying. No, they will. Okay, yeah. great. How are you, Rory? Uh, very well. Yeah, yeah, back from the campaign trail. Back from the campaign trail. It was only six days, but it felt like about six weeks. But yeah. a lot of fun, actually. Did what you? are you campaigning yeah. for? And... Um, What's a campaign trail? Like a snail trail? <laughs> Just the same. Yeah. yeah. Similar? Yeah. 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 You can laser that. Yeah. A snail trail. <laughs> I don't know about the campaign trail. I've been on the campaign trail with um, a mate of mine, Ibrahim Omar, who's running uh, for the Labour Party. He's on the list, on the Labour Party list, um, number 42. So he's not running electorate. He's just... Ah, just on the list. Cool. So he'll get in based on Labour's party vote. Um, and he, we've been doing a, so that's sort of why we've been doing a, um, doing a campaign road trip because, because he's not based in one electorate. Right. He he's got go the freedom to move around and, um, and connect with um, some other uh, candidates around the country and other people. So, so we, we, all, we can talk a bit more. Abraham just like, yeah. um, campaigns is campaigning for Labour. Yeah, he's he's campaigning for the Labour Party vote. Yeah, gorgeous. So he wants people to tick Labour as the... Okay, cool. Um, what towns did you go to? We went to Whanganui. Nice. Uh, did you see Tono? No. Oh, he oh. lives there. Oh. Anthony Tono. Yeah. yeah, we should have... Oh. No, real nice town, Whanganui. It's oh, so I like nice, it. eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking... That is where we should have the tiny house commune. Oh, big time. Yeah. yeah like Do you want to come and join our yeah, tiny yeah. house commune? Yeah. Yeah, okay, it. great. You can run the garden. Great. Okay, oh, my done God. Deal. Done. Amazing. <laughs> That's all we've got time for. <laughs> <laughs> We're off there. Yeah. <laughs> so the good. Okay, Topor. How was uh, that? Topor. Yeah, Topor's nice. Nice. Topor's nice. Um, and it was beautiful weather all the way up, actually. So That's great. They all look beautiful. And then Cambridge. Uh, which is very, um, also a very beautiful town, different. Yeah. Very quite plush. Lots of nice big leafy trees on the, down the main road. Yeah, yeah, Pretty wealthy. Yeah. Like, and it's in the same electorate. As, it's in the Topor electorate, uh, yeah. which is that Topor, the centre, 
and Cambridge are on opposite sides of the electorate and quite different places. But ah. um, so for candidates there, like it's so different than for candidates who are running in the city, where your electorate is like a group of suburbs and it's a ten minute drive from one side of the electorate to the other. For candidates there, you know, it's a two hour drive from one end of the electorate to the other. Whoa. Yeah, that makes sense actually. Like in the South Island where there's Rangatata, which is like maybe top of just below Ashburton mm. all the way down to before Omaru. Yeah. Or Omaru, should say. Totally. So Or like for the Māori electorate. The yeah. whole South Island is one electorate. Yeah, that is crazy. I feel like the Māori role is not like I don't see a lot of mm. advertising for those candidates. The only thing I've seen about the Māori electric role is on Instagram. I haven't seen anything mm. about it um, out like IRL. Mm. Yeah, seems crazy. Probably. I mean, they're not targeting us, obviously. But yeah, but, yeah. but there should like I don't know. It just should be something somewhere that's not on Instagram. For sure. No, it's yeah. definitely is less publicized and like a lot of. Like my mates who are Māori, um, who know quite a bit about politics, mm. were really confused about whether they should go on the Māori role, the general role, like yeah, yeah, what, just how to make that decision. Mm. And but um, there has been some great stuff. Like Māori TV have been running awesome candidate debates for the Māori electorates, and they have been so much better than the debates for the for the general electorates. They've been like just really nice and civil and everyone's been having a good time and they've been like respecting each other, taking time for to listen to each other's answers and like, you know, so they've been, they've just had a really nice feel to them much. I mean, I guess it's that like Māori way of, of um, you know, speaking and um, doing politics is, is much more like collegial and like um, has more togetherness than, than the kind of combative politics mm. that we're used to seeing in yeah. parliament um it's a totally different kind of politics um but yeah they're they're really worth watching um, yeah and watch them they must be online right yeah, yeah they're online yeah, yeah, yeah. and there was a so debate cool. the other night uh all into the Maori, wow is really that is amazing um there was a cannabis debate last night on mm. tv3 oh so it? bad Oh, okay. I just liked what I liked about it was it felt like each each side was actually listening Mm. to the other side's argument. I just thought it was so sensationalized. Yeah, it was. Everything is like, you know, they started off Mm. with the dramatic guys Snoop Dogg. No, the Snoop Dogg soundtrack at the start, like the whole, the whole, the like one or two minute intro sequence had Snoop Dogg in the background and it was just like big images of like buds and like big, you know, smoke and like, oh. I totally missed that. The buds in the jar and I was like, oh, we could have one of those. Yeah, yeah, we were excited about it. Uh, And then they went and literally like launched into some guy's sob story about like, Mm. yeah, he just smoked so much that he, (laughs) uh, like ruined into a psychosis yeah, yeah, and he yeah. ruined his life. But it was like him doing push-ups now and like yeah. how he'd really mm. turned it around. I was like, I don't even understand what he wants. Yeah. Well, he I, was voting no. He but, was voting no. But yeah. I, yeah, no, you go. Oh, no, I was just going to say that, that, I mean, obviously what he went through was really awful. 100%. And like, 100% like, like, you know, like 
it must have been really yeah, hard. Yeah, his and, journey was definitely one that uh, people who are no voters are concerned that other people might go through. I understand that. Yeah, but also, yeah. it's like he went through that in um, a country Under where... prohibition. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And I almost like, as he was telling a story... For the first half of it, until it came out that he was voting no, I thought this was going to be yeah. a, a debate for the yes vote. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was saying, all of this has happened. I wasn't able to get help. Yeah. The note I was smoking, like, it was pushed under the carpet. I couldn't talk about it or whatever. Yeah. Like, but, um, but yeah, and then, like, I, I kind of feel like it's, it's a bit, it was a, it was a big call to go on TV and, and do that when, like, so many people in the future could be in that same position as him and under the current system we have are not able to get the help that they yeah. could get that could help them. And I think there'll be more education around, you know, if you have too much of this, you could, this could happen rather than it just happening because that's what you accidentally do. Mm. And I think as well, there was an element of like struggles with mental health that we, Really when it becomes legalised, that's going to be, like, one of the main pushes. Yeah. It's like, hey, guys, mental health's a bitch. So, like, we're putting money into that from all this cannabis that you're buying. Yeah. I, yeah. Paula Bennett was... She's done a massive... She's softened. Yeah, she's softened. Because yeah. she obviously got instructed, you know, like, when she was in Parliament, this is your job, Paula, make sure this doesn't go through. Like, yeah. this is your mission. Yes. And now she just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And she's like... <laughs> So they were all like, have you done cannabis? Have you done cannabis? Have you done cannabis? It's like, um, first of all, like, what is done cannabis? Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, everyone was like, you know, in my youth, I did cannabis. And then they're all like, oh, yeah, but we're worried about the youth doing cannabis. Yeah. Like, every single one of you has said the only time you smoked it is when you were young. Mm. And you guys are all now leading us. Yeah. And you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Most of why are we fine. so worried about what the youth are getting up to when, like, it's really the the people, the older people on there who are the ones who are really, like, struggling. Yeah. You know, this guy who's in his 20-somethings who's now in psychosis or whatever. Yeah. The, the dad who, like, lost his son. Yeah. It's like sad. everyone's so worried about what the youth are going to get up yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to yeah. be okay. Except. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, you know, there's obviously awful stories of people's really horrible experiences with, with yeah. Cannabis. But like, I feel like putting those stories, those stories sometimes get put up as if this is a vote on whether cannabis is bad or not. It's like, mm. like, or, or whether or not people like empathise with those people's bad experiences. Mm. This is not. This is not a referendum about like whether we feel sorry for people that have had bad experiences like yeah people have had bad experiences and that's why we need to change how we do it yeah totally do you think that jacinda not coming out and in favor or against is like an, an issue. issue yeah i don't know my my gut instinct is like to Just, be annoyed and like come on jacinda come yeah. out you, know, you could really swing a few more percentage behind the yes vote but but i have also heard that they've um, that that part of the reason behind her decision is that they've done analysis and research and and her coming out to support the yes vote would actually swing some of the the centre right that that would is going to vote yes right. away from it because she becomes associated with it right but I don't know that may, maybe maybe like, that and is also just maybe spun. people who are leaning more left whereas maybe they were 
vote right voters last election, mm. she might suddenly lose if they are super anti mm. it going through. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. But to be honest, like I, I I mean she's got so much political capital. Yeah. She has so much that you know, there's so many there's there's so many people who who aren't informed about it. Mm. She has reach. She has the ability yeah. to reach people that aren't reached by virtually any other political media or or any other voices in politics. Mm. And if she could get some of those key messages across to people about, you know, and some the of these basic things. Important information, yeah. Exactly. Then, like, um, you know, that, that, that would have a big Because I'm going to speculate. She definitely voted yes. Oh, hell yeah. She's with Absolutely. Clark Gayford. You know, he's from C4. Yeah. Music. You, know what, you know what they used to do in the yeah. early 2000s? Blaze up. Yeah, blaze Probably. up. <laughs> yeah, and that's gossip. Yeah. Yeah, I just think there's a lot of room of Judith saying absolutely not, and it would just be mm. nice, and especially in those, like, her and Jacinda debates, just to have something mm. else coming out. But I guess it's lucky that Judith is not as popular at the moment because... Otherwise, that could really be like swinging people towards no. It's mm. very close. The very cannabis, close. Yeah. everything is very close, yeah. but the cannabis one is really close. Yeah, well, the most recent poll was a bit more positive, but the one before that showed only a 35% support yeah. for it. And, um, God, it would be a shame if, if it didn't go through, you know, a bit of legislation that would really make a big difference in a lot of people's lives. Yeah. And, um, and you know, disproportionately Māori, and like, particularly, you know, people that that the law doesn't affect now. Mm. I hope those people vote to change it because yes. um, that you know, people that people that right now don't have to worry about um, getting conviction for mm. um, having weed. You know, they're not going to be affected if nothing changes. Totally, but, but they really need a vote for all the people that. Um, that do come vulnerable. Yeah. There's a meme going around that's like, think of the most vulnerable person mm. you know or <laughs> you can think of and vote in their best interest, which would be lovely if people acted like that. But I have had conversations in the last few months with people who it's all for selfish reasons that they're not mm. voting, yes. For them, like not for anyone else. Mm. That's something I can't comprehend, but like that's your journey, whatever. Yeah. Bullshit. Let's talk a bit more about the actual voting process. What goes into it? What are we voting for? You know, when we tick those boxes, which I've actually already ticked. Yeah, congratulations. Tell us about that. Well done. Also, um, it was a... Where did you vote? I voted in on Manor Street in the city after I got my nails done. Um, I walked out of the nail salon and there were fire engines everywhere. I know. The story sounds more dramatic than it actually is. (laughs) Um, And so then I like. Sounds like Labour Party promo to me. (laughs) (laughs) I hope they weren't 10 metres, less than 10 metres away from the voting station. No, they were. (laughs) They were literally right outside the voting station because the first voting station I went to. It sounds like a public party campaign. Red fire engines. Right outside when I was about to vote. Yeah, and Go I figure. couldn't vote. And then the, <laughs> That's the, why you voted for Ball yeah. Eagle. <laughs> the booth was supposed. Yeah, legit. Sorry, it's supposed to be. Com- is it supposed uh, to be confidential? Oh, you know is that a thing? 
It is for some people. I think it's for people who feel uncomfortable legal, about their vote. It's not a legal thing to not tell people about it. No, no, no. no. Oh, but okay. if you feel uncomfortable about who you voted for. Vote for the Greens. No, well, then you won't tell people, yeah. right? Because yes. it's sh- it's a secret. It's yeah. shameful. It's dirty. But if you don't feel Bloody. uncomfortable about it, then, like, just go ahead and say it. Yeah, you know? I agree. And if you, if you have someone come at you for your vote, then you should be prepared to back up why that, that was your decision. Yeah, you yeah. should be strong in your convictions. I think so. But also, if you don't want to say it, that's fine too. But, like, why are you embarrassed, Mary? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. I, I almost agree, except that um, it's kind, it is an important, you know, in our current, in our current democracy, it, on the face of it, it does seem like, Surely, you know, you're able to tell us who you voted for and why you voted for. But, like, it is kind of an important um, part of democracy that people are able to vote in private and not ever be worried that that mm. people... Uh, Would judge. Yeah, or that, or that, like, their vote could be made public. Or... Yeah. yeah. But, we're not, yeah. We're but not no, Trump over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. But, you, but it was very it. private, so anyway... <laughs> Got to the got to the <laughs> booth, left the fire engines. I was like, um, I'm too hot for this. They might put me out. <laughs> <laughs> then walked to another um, voting booth. <laughs> had my little vote card, my easy vote card, which yeah. you don't need. You actually yes. need to bring nothing with you. Yeah, you don't nothing. need your ID. Yes. You don't need your vote cards. You don't, don't need proof clothes. of address. Nothing. You at don't all. need anything. They'll you don't even that. have to be in the same electorate that you're voting in. When yeah, you, vote. you, you be, just need to show up. You could be in Invercargill. Yeah, mm. and they will sort you out. With Tim yeah. And I feel like I walked Shout in. Shout out to Shout out. Invercargill. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, there's a couple. I reckon in Invercargill. Yeah, we do have a few. Yeah. yeah. We see you. Yeah, we hear you. Um, and I feel like I walked in and I was just like, everyone was like silently clapping that I was voting and everyone in there was voting, you know, it just felt so positive. And I got there, I walked too far and then they pulled me back to the actual voting place. I was voting. <laughs> so eager. Yeah. And then, um, Let me it. yeah, legit. And she was really nice, but very serious. It was all very yes. serious. Once I handed over my little vote card and she took it and to stand behind the line. I'm not sure if that was COVID Probably. or, um, just because you smelt, it yeah. was a Sunday. You had been out. I had to sit on a chair. Did you? Yeah. He was like, "Can you sit on that chair and wait, or yeah. two vote?" But I was that like that was the only chair in the room. Like no one else had a chair. <laughs> I was like, "Why do I get a chair? <laughs> Empty chair." <laughs> while you voted or while you waited? While he like went through and found my name. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. Folded all the. So you were on a waiting chair. Yeah. Oh. But no one else. Everyone else was standing, but he's like. Maybe he was like, you look tired. Yeah. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, well, you would have been tired. Um, There's two referendums, so you better take a rest. Yeah. <laughs> rest or oh. um, Sorry, everyone. And then, uh, yeah, and then I voted. They told me how to vote. They told me, oh, state your name, your full name. And I said, Jason James Parker. And they said, gorgeous name, Jason. Uh, I just dreamt that. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, they gave me the voting papers. I went and I looked at the voting things, and I I knew what I had to do, and I did it. But I was, so I'm worried sure I did about. It wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'm worried about ticking the wrong thing. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So, do you guys ever when you get your vote? Just so nerdy. 
<laughs> when you get your papers, just have the urge to just completely like t- fuck with it. Fuck with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> like, it's a lot of responsibility yeah. in front of you. I felt very powerful. Like, oh, does it so feel nice. like your vote is the only one in the country? 100%. Yeah. I really, like, I fully put, like, the energy of the universe <laughs> into the pen that they gave me, which I took, put in my bag because I wasn't sure if I was supposed to take it or not. But then I was like, You're allowed to. Yeah, yeah, allowed I to need a pen. Is that branded? No. Electoral commission? White. Just oh. white with a black pen. Yeah, <laughs> terrible to hold. Yes. Important feedback. I think, yeah, yeah. Blue or um, black ink? Black, but um, no ergonomic. You're going first. <laughs> <laughs> Subliminal campaigning. Like, did I well, we know what person? they're up to. Nothing. So. All that too, but just like fraud. A fraud. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time, like, anyone in New Zealand talks about the fraud and he's just like, and he's just aging in front of our eyes when the fraud comes up. The thing is, I don't, there's something about him I can't help but love. I don't love what he stands for. I don't love him. But, you know, I just want to squeeze his cheeks a little bit. Just a little bit. Like, well, this is it. This is it. He's not getting back in. Will he win his electorate? Dangerous to say. No, it is of of any of the elections. Yeah, for him to come back and get in now would be pretty crazy. Because yeah. pulling one percent, he doesn't have an electorate. Yeah, it's it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it won't happen. I don't, well, but then if he wins his electorate, he could get in, right? Or is he not running in an in an electorate? I think he know? is, but um, but he's not polling. He's not in a position oh. to run it. Yeah. I no, hate I to mean, say it, New Zealand but... First just—they—they've played this election so wrong. Yeah, you know, last time Winston was uh, playing. What was the slogan? Oh, um, ta- Taskmaster ta- game game. No, no, no. Oh, oh his slogan. His, the slogan last election. It was like for change. Anyway, it was. Oh, had enough. Had enough. <laughs> <laughs> had enough. Was it a question mark so, or an exclamation mark? Absolutely both. Oh. No, no, I don't know. I think. Question mark. Question mark. But, you know, could have been either. Could have been either because it's a rhetorical fucking question. You have had enough. Had enough. And, uh, you know, perfectly positioned himself to get people wound up about what they were pissed off about. Yeah. But this time he's been part of the government and he hasn't, he's like had one foot on each side. He hasn't known whether to play the, um, you know, oh, this government's been, terrible and and like way too progressive yeah, whatever but then, oh yeah. i'm part of it and but he can't criticize the national yeah party. and it, like yeah i mean it seems like what he should have done is just is just played the kind of statesman role said you know we've been the uh effective handbrake on the government um make sure you elect us again to so that that you know labor have a handbrake going forward but it can continue yeah thing um i was back to the voting i learned this week that you're not allowed to wear or have any paraphernalia within the 10 meters so i eat badges and what are they called rosettes rosettes which is Aye. really cute do you have a rosette no oh <laughs> for those of you wondering this is what chloe said on her instagram a rosette is like the little badge things with the like they look like flowers and then I've got the Frills. ribbon. 
frills yeah. with like the labor or the party name on them. Like if you win first, pre- first yeah. prize at the state fair, yeah. Yeah, you get a rosy. Exactly. Yeah. Or like the, the dog, you know. The Tux Wonder Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. So I saw today, quick sidebar, there's a new show coming out on TVNZ called Dog Almighty, and I think it's like a reprise of Tux Wonder Dogs. Mark Leishman? One of the Leishmans is dead. <laughs> Actually, good segue. One of the Le- Leishmans is the uncle of Nico Elson, who's from Timaru, who is in the Green Party in Auckland and works for Chloe. Oh, he's one of the campaign managers. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not, but it looks great. But yeah, so that means I can't wear when it arrives my green sweatshirt, which no. is handy. But you can wear it up to 10 metres away and <laughs> just stand there and. Wave it about. <laughs> Ten meters not that far. No, no, it's really not that far. Well, two meters social distance. Ten Three meters eight. political. That's yeah. What yeah. happens if you do wear it? Yeah. What no? happens if you do wear it? I think oh, they say you take it off. Yeah, yeah. And you take, take it off. <laughs> Woo! Let's go. You've never asked. It probably won't be here. I'm really hoping it gets here next week. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. So we all know. I should get a rosette, mm. eh? When mm. do we get them from? Uh, the rosettes, uh, politicalrosettes.co.nz. <laughs> yeah. There's an idea in there. Yeah. Trademark. Yeah. Okay, my biggest gripe from the election this year. Okay. No, I voted stickers. Oh, what uh, is going on? I That's think it's a, it's a nod to the environment. Because but, I thought but, so too. Fuck the environment. <laughs> <laughs> but then the... We'll edit that out. Yes. Those pins were so shit. Yeah, and full of plastic. Full of plastic. I'm like, oh, just take it home. That's what he said to me. What about what? The pin. The New Zealand first pin. The unergonomical pin. pin. So, like, they were just, I'm I'm not going to use that pin again. Oh, really? I put it in my bag and thought, I'll use it again. Actually, I use, I use this. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I won't use it again. <laughs> <laughs> After that should have been Winston's new slogan. <laughs> I won't use that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Um, Wait, no stickers. No, yeah, stickers. that sucks. They could have just had paper ones. You should get a QR code. A QR, you scan the QR code and like a sticker pops up on your phone. Yes. Or like a fun frame. <gasps> no, it's a bloody it sticker. Okay. No, but imagine if you got a sticker that you could put on your Memoji that you could post. I've been thinking about this mm. this week and no one except you uses Memojis because yours looks exactly like you because you look individual. <laughs> I think we, you would, looks like you. It Rory, doesn't. We could definitely make an emoji that looked exactly like you. Okay. Oh, oh, fake oh, Stamps. Oh, yeah, stamps. Oh. Nice one on the forehead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I voted. <laughs> Ash yeah. We don't have time to talk about Ash Wednesday, Tom. Um, we do oh, need no. to talk about, okay, so we know okay, that yeah. it's important to vote. Yes. But mm-hmm. um, can we just talk about why it's important to vote and what our vote actually means um, numbers-wise, percentages-wise. What mm. are these what – is, what is number 42 seat? What is that? Was that his seat number? I made so it up. That's his, yeah. yeah, that's his number on the list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you got it. Yeah, We're going to do basketball singlets, number 42. Nice. Oh, yeah, I've been saying it about four weeks and haven't oh. done it yet. But we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> that's okay. I know someone who likes basketball. Well – We've got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that's all we've got Done time deal. for. <laughs> um, so, so you've got two votes, uh, the party vote and the 
candidate vote, electorate vote, yes. and party vote determines uh, the percentage of um, so, so there's 120 seats in parliament, and your party vote determines the percentage of those seats that is going to be made up by the different parties. So, uh, you know, if Labor get currently they're polling on something like 40 percent, uh, then they'll have 40 percent of the seats in parliament. The electorate vote is the person that you want to represent you in in the area. So here in Rongatai, we've got Paul Eagle and Jeff Simmons from top and uh, I forget who the other candidates are. But so that's your local representative. That doesn't affect the overall makeup of the parties in parliament. So if if Paul Eagle gets in in Rongatai, then it doesn't mean more or less seats in Parliament for Labour. It just means that that uh, he's representing this area. So, okay, so say, for example, mm. Winston Peters, wherever he is going for, he wins his electorate, mm-hmm. then he gets a seat in Parliament, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, even That's though right. his party is not on the, the percentage of seats at yeah. all. That's dead right. So okay. if if a party doesn't get over five percent, so there's a five percent threshold. Mm-hmm. If a party doesn't get over five percent, they don't get into parliament unless they win an electorate seat. If gotcha. they win an electorate seat, then they get into parliament, and they also get to turn whatever percentage that they did get of the party vote. Maybe it's one point three percent or whatever. They get to turn that into additional seats. So that's why you often see these deals going on. So like in in Auckland in, in the Epsom electorate. National and Act have got a deal where National step aside. Uh, they still run a candidate, but the candidate encourages people to vote for the Act. Uh, and that's candidate, how David Seymour, Seymour, Seymour keeps getting in. So yeah. yeah. And yeah. so they step aside. Um, national voters and Epsom vote for David Seymour. So Act get a seat, and then uh, if they get enough percentage, they could also bring in um, additional MPs in that way. And now polling at like five now, and well, a half at, at the this moment, election, it looks like Act won't actually need that seat. Yeah, because um, they're polling above five percent, consist pretty consistently around six, I think. Um, so yeah, this time that they wouldn't actually need it, but um, yeah, he's likely to win that seat again because he's now is pretty established there. But yeah, that, that's one of the um, kind of Trips. tricky things about MMP. Um, with these electric seats. And that is obviously why last election it was all in the hands of Winston because Labour and National tied? Yes. Is I mean, the reason last time is that... So, well, so to form a government enough. under MMP... Neither had enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's, there's never been under MMP... The whole kind of reason for the MMP model, a big part of it, is to have coalitions. So you don't have one party... In, the, in our previous system, first past the post, it was just whatever party got the most votes. So you might have only got 30% of the votes, mm. but you got the, more than the second uh, top party. You might have got 30% of the votes, you form a government, and you're, you are the government. So mm. if we have a national government or a Labour government, and they are the government. Yeah. The theory behind MMP is that uh, it, it encourages smaller parties so that governments have to be coalitions and more representation exactly yeah. and they have to make concessions they have to be they have to work together with other parties they have to be collaborative 
um, and yeah, represent uh, one a more diverse, I guess, um, representation of society, but also a more representative because uh, you don't have a party that say thirty percent of people voted for governing the country. You you have to have over fifty percent mm. of the seats in Parliament to form a government. So last time Labour couldn't Labour or National couldn't form one themselves. Um the Labour Greens block also wasn't enough to form one. So then you had Winston in the middle. Uh if he went with National, it would have been a national and um act in New Zealand first government. And if he went to the left, which what it was, it was a Labour Greens New Zealand first government. So um yeah. And then you have because parties need five percent to get in, you do have a bit of a wasted vote every year, and that differs every election. So, the the percentage of votes that went to parties that got under five percent and didn't win an electorate seat is obviously wasted. Well, mm. wasted vote. It's vote that didn't translate into seats in parliament. Um, and I think that based on the polls, it's going to be quite high this year. I think around. Um, Six or seven percent of votes that uh, don't make a difference. Yeah. If someone is wanting to strategically vote this election, what is your idea of who that should be for? I was asked this recently at a dinner party. Oh, yeah. My answer was for the Greens Mm -hmm. because I think the Labour Green Coalition is what I would want to be. would you agree that that would be the best strategic yeah, vote? Yeah, I mean, of course, it totally depends what, what way who you want leading. to get in. Yeah. But, uh, and it depends on what electorate you're in. Um, so that, so you right. could have a strategic vote in an electorate. But on party vote, if you if you are, uh, I mean, so full um, disclosure, you know, I'm a Green yeah. supporter. Yeah. I'm going to vote for the Greens. And um, if you are wanting a progressive government and um, – like Greens are consistently polling over five percent, mm. and they seem to have a pretty good base at five percent. Then you, it, it's a pretty safe vote to vote for the Greens, and it, you know the Greens have ruled out working with National, mm. so you know that uh, unless Labor gets so much that they're gonna form a majority government, no. like a vote for the Greens as a vote for a more progressive, just under yeah, they've also Labor changed government. the. Uh, um, campaigning re- this week, the Greens, to being like, um, in a coalition with Labour, this is mm. what it will look like, which I think is really smart from them because that is yeah, yeah, really yeah. technically what they are like, campaigning for now. Do you think there is a chance that Labour could govern alone at this stage or it's not looking like Yeah, no, there is enough? a chance. Yeah, yeah, no, there is a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will be the first time under MP that any parties governed alone. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if that is something that they're seriously considering. Have oh, they, they been asked if, that? You oh, don't get if, a choice, do you? Oh, you would. You'd have a choice. So, like, if they oh, got over fifty, if they got, so you need mm. sixty-one seats in the house. If they got over that and they could govern alone, they would hunt one hundred percent. Well, well, actually, no, maybe not one hundred percent because um, they couldn't. They wouldn't have a minor party to blame things on. Like, so you know how this year they, <laughs> <laughs> they keep blaming everything on yourself first. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yeah, we can't do that because you're first. And I guess they can be like, "Cool, we'll have your three seats." Yeah. You, you three. Yeah, but they, they, you know, they wouldn't need them. Yeah. So if they had a majority, they would. Uh, 
one, if they had, you know, if they got a very, very slim majority, that's not a very stable government because, mm. say, if you have a 61-seat government, uh, all it takes is for one person to resign and trigger a by-election and someone oh else, the National Party, could get in and then the government is, um, you know, no longer oh, so has a majority. Um, so if they got such a slim majority, then it's likely that they would bring in the Greens. But they may also do it just because um, they don't, yeah, they, they, you know, they've got a more progressive force they can both yeah. blame things on and also, you know, Jacinda can still uh, hold on to middle New Zealand it. while mm. saying, oh, the Greens want us to do this, so yeah. to do more progressive climate stuff. Mm. But hopefully that's actually what she wants as well. And the yeah. Maori Party, they've made a, like a resurgence. Yeah, they, they've, they've had a great campaign. Yeah, I want, great them to, campaign. I want them to get some seats. I think it's mm. so sad that they haven't been there for like over three years, right? It's been mm. a while since they've had seats. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they, they um, lost at the last election and mm. have been out of parliament since then. And, um, yeah, they, they, the way they're polling now, I'm likely to get in again, but... <laughs> That'd, yeah. that'd, that'd make a great addition. They really they would. would. It's really important. They're very progressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they are. Um, in a recent... And, and it's, a, you know, it's a Māori party. <laughs> yeah, legit. It's a genuine Māori voice of parliament. Yeah, absolutely. The, you know that like website where you can go on, it tells you mm, who you should mm. vote for based on like the questions they ask you? Yes. Um, yeah, mine was either like Greens or Māori party. So it was mine. Yeah. I was really happy about it. My sister got top. Yeah. Which I was shocked about. But she's an absolute bottom. Which <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah, which you? I was like, oh, I really thought you weren't going to be that left. That's really nice. Those things can spit out weird answers sometimes. Oh, the questions are so yeah. Um, broad. Yeah. You know, they're vague. I'm like, how did you get that from me answering what's my favourite candy? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what well, so did good. you say like green white yeah legit yeah. see salads <laughs> the race between um chloe and helen white, white and, and emma mellow in auckland central is like probably the thing i know it's terrible to say but i think it's the thing i'm most excited to watch on election night it's not terrible to say it's just that i can't contribute to it so kind of sucks yeah. i think you're contributing to it right now thank you well you our, our highest listenership in new zealand is in auckland mm, true. yeah auckland Central? yeah yeah Ho- hopefully <laughs> <laughs> karanga happy yeah. road is auckland Central, right yes it is yeah <laughs> that's a really exciting yeah no, interesting race yeah very interesting i actually watched them all on q a the other morning mm. and to me it just Chloe just blows them out of the water. Mm, mm. When did the debate you went to was that mm. was it good? Was oh, that... um, it was all right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Chloe was head and shoulders above um, the rest of them, just in terms of the caliber of her answers and her like communication and like um, it was just so clear from that debate to everyone in the audience, like her knowledge on subject matters um, and she's the only candidate that actually lives in the electorate mm. um and it was i mean it was a it was a oh no, there was a lot of labor supporters there too actually but like she got the most claps um and she yeah. gave the most convincing answers i think even to a neutral like she won the debate 
And there's been a lot of debate since. That was before MMLO came into the race. I was so going to say it was. Hadn't, yeah, oh, they hadn't selected their so candidate Nikki yet. K wasn't there. Yeah, Nikki K had resigned, but that national hadn't selected the candidate. They had wow. a person standing in. But um, but yeah, interesting um, race. Obviously, when, when the Greens don't usually stand someone in it for a two ticks campaign like that. Yeah, and, um, and they've got two two ticks campaigns going. Um, what happens if they do end up? Because there's, they, I didn't really understand, but Jack was talking a lot about splitting the vote. So mm. that's obviously if Helen and Chloe end up basically tied. Or yeah, yeah. So like, for the end. if, but so, um, because you only get to choose your favorite, you know, you only get to tip mm. one candidate, uh, and the two candidates on the left. And this is why the Greens don't run candidates, and well, they run candidates, but they don't campaign for the party vote in electorates because um say if the left vote is 60 percent but the greens and labor candidates get 30 percent each and then the national candidate gets 40 percent mm. then they win even though the left vote is more right, right vote. so that's what they talk about with splitting the vote so yeah. northern central chloe and helen could get uh you know 25 percent each and then Emma Mallow could get 30% and win the seat, even though... Um, right, okay, I get that. Way more votes. Yeah. <sighs> oh, that's interesting. But Chloe's point is that, uh, you know, she she lives in Auckland Central, she's yeah. an MP, she uh, has the same right to run for that seat as anyone else, and totally. um, that it's a whole new ball game now that Nikki Kay's not there, mm. and, um, you know... Um, she's got a right to run for it. So, yeah. I mean, I sort of think like uh, there's been, there's a lot of energy being poured into what the outcome of Auckland Central and like yeah, it's. I mean, like I would love Chloe to be the the MP in Auckland Central. I think she'd be a great MP, but um, but ultimately, it's not going to affect that the makeup of Parliament. And right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as long as the Greens still in, get in, we're still going to have Chloe there. Yeah. She's number three, right? Yeah. Oh, do you know Chloe? Are you like pals? In my, well, in my heart, you're pals. I know her a little bit. Oh, great. So you'll hang out with us when we hang out. Uh, well, when you guys ditch me, but when you get really famous <laughs> yeah. and um, you only have famous <laughs> politicians like Toby and Chloe, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be on the other side of the window. Yeah. You guys remember me? Want some veggies? <laughs> <laughs> Go away, Rory. Amazing. Do we have any other questions before we say the mantra? What is your overall, like, oh, we need to talk about Ibrahim too. Okay. Oh, okay. Should we do a little one on that? Yes. 100%. Tell us about Ibrahim, your friend who is running as the first, he would be the first mm-hmm. African MP in New Zealand government. Yeah. yeah History. Right. Incredible. Ever. Yeah. So, um, Ibrahim is a Eritrean-born um, dude, uh, came to New Zealand in 2008, and Eritrea is a little country in, like, um, the Horn of Africa that is about the same population as New Zealand, actually. Whoa, um, that's wild. Yeah, it's this tiny little country. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they've got a... Um, uh, pretty awful regime there it's a north korea style dictatorship and um and so a lot of 
um, people escaping there to um, refugee camps in Sudan and then um, and then going on to find homes, that, the lucky ones, in, uh, um, you know, other countries around the world like here. So there's a small community of Eritreans in New Zealand. I don't know how many, but, like, in the hundreds. Mm-hmm. It's quite small. And, um, and, yeah, he came here in 2008, and um, he is now running for Labour. So he he arrived here, worked three or four years in low-paid jobs, cleaning and security, and then um, started oh, – then he got a job as a cleaner at Victoria University, and then he started studying there. And um, what we met there, what we were both studying at the same time. And um, then he went on to um, – he was very involved in the living wage campaign while we were studying, um, like a – because that campaign really – is led by low-paid workers themselves. And so he was a real leader in that campaign um, to get Wellington to become a living wage city, which um, you guys have probably seen that. that the council here now is a living wage employer, so all directly employed staff and contractors are all paid the living wage. And uh, then he became, then he went on to, to um, work for the union after he finished, and he's a union organiser now, which mm-hmm. is like... A un- community organizer is just like um, they, someone that goes out and essentially it's like a, it's a, I mean, they're, they're representing workers, but like really it's about relationships. Yeah. So you're, you're going to sites where recruiting people, so just going to sites, say a security guard, every time we're walking anywhere past an MSD office and the security guard outside, he, mm. he's going up to try and recruit them so it's really it's relational it's like talking to people um getting trust and and then um and you know trying to build get them to join the the union because obviously the more members there are in a union the stronger it is and um and so many people in precarious work like cleaning and security where the contracts are all designed that that people have very little power um they can get a lot more power by joining the union and becoming a part of collective agreements and that sort of That's thing. That's so cool. So he's doing that. And now, yeah, he's been selected on the Labour list, number 42. Um, to And so, yeah, on current polling, he, he'll be in Parliament and he'll be the first yeah, African MP, second um, refugee background MP. And, um, yeah, the, I mean, the really interesting thing with his campaign is that by nature of being, he's really connected in the refugee community um, and really connected, obviously, through the union work to all these low-paid communities. And so massive numbers of, of non people that aren't engaged in, in the election and in politics for good reason because um, they have so much going on in their lives when yeah. you're working three, four jobs, you know, 80 hours a week. Um, you don't have a lot of time to be engaged in elections and also you don't have a lot of reason to think that um that your vote's going to necessarily make a difference mm. but also um for refugee background people coming to new zealand most of them are coming from countries where being where they can't vote mm. so in eritrea you know he couldn't vote there and that's really common either you can't vote or it's dangerous to even talk about politics mm. and so um, a lot of people are here. They they either don't know they can vote because they don't know how long they've been here. Does that mean I can vote? They don't know if it's even safe to 
engage in politics or like safe to talk to people from certain political parties, which is the right one, the wrong one. Um, so like uh, his campaign is pretty much about trying to travel the country, talk to as many people from those communities as possible and wow. um, and build their um, awareness and belief in the political system mm. and and also obviously be um, trying to um, push for policy change that's going to help them. Help them. Yeah. Has it been interesting to you to watch as his good friend? Like, just have you learnt things about becoming a part, member of a party or campaigning that you didn't know before? Um, yeah, I, I guess so. Um, uh, yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, but being a list MP, it's really different. His campaign is so. I mean, I've never been involved directly in a um, in a candidate's um, campaign like this for central government before. But um, being a list candidate is really different because you don't have. It's not like a regular campaign where you're like you have your constituency, you you know your numbers, you've got your the doors you so many doors you need to knock on, you know houses you need to drop flyers in, you, you know, um, you've got these events to visit it's like his is totally like free game yeah, yeah yeah but the way that we're kind of treating it is that he does have a constituency mm. he, like an electorate but that constituency is refugee background and low-paid workers all across the country and and muslim mm. um so like we've been on this road trip like we visited mosques and all wow. of these places and um you know like this mosque in hamilton and um Claudeland in hamilton east 400, four to 500 person congregation. Wow. I'm pretty sure a, no politician had ever visited that mosque before. Um, and, uh, and then, and there was, and the, we've talked to a lot of people there. He talked to the congregation and we talked to a lot of people afterwards and very few of them ha- had an awareness about the election going on. Wow. Um, and, uh, but like, man, some really interesting people doing really cool things. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, it's cool. There's been some cool stories come out of it. There was a really awesome story the other night, this guy um, who was Congolese, Christian, I can't remember his last name. Um, he told the story about when he uh, came to New Zealand. So it was when, um, it was in 2001, they were in Congo. They'd, they'd been um, already accepted into the States and then 9-11 happened. Everything got shut down. Mm-hmm. All refugee uh, immigration into um, the US got stopped. And so suddenly that, was, that wasn't happening anymore. They got told uh, there's potential to come, for you to come to New Zealand. There's an election about to happen in New Zealand. If Helen Clark gets elected prime minister, you're going to come. If she doesn't, then you're not. <gasps> And he said they were suddenly invested in this New Zealand election, this country that I'd never even heard of on the other side of the world. Oh and gosh. they were praying every single night that Helen Clark would be elected prime minister oh, of New Zealand. That's so cute. And then on election night, they were all huddled around this little radio. And when they heard that Helen Clark was elected, were just overjoyed. And, wow. um, and so that's kind of an amazing story for how, you know. For how Helen Clark got elected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Through prayer. Yeah, it's amazing. I love that. And now they're here and they can see her and she's still working hard. Yeah, she's like a god amongst 
She is. So you're not tempted to get on the MP, becoming a Me, no. politician buzz? No, not at all. Okay, that's good to know. For now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that... Um, when we start our kick-offs party. <laughs> leads us straight... Just kidding. ...into the mantra. Which is. is really actually fun because we've actually said both of these years throughout this pod. If you go back I and listen to it, yeah. yeah, you will hear Rory say... 2001 and 2008. We could make that <laughs> the new, time. we could like edit it together. Rory says 2001 <laughs> to 2008, the rain a song that we hate. What's the thing with that period? We, well, it was the year that uh, your friend yeah. Christian was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we waiting to move to New Zealand. And, and what was it, 2008? Uh, 2008 just, was the year that Ibrahim oh, started yeah. university. Was it? Sharp. Yes. Oh, uh, no. Got to New Zealand. Oh, got to New Zealand. Zealand. Oh, him as well. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, great year for refugees But in, in terms of the music, we believe yeah. it's like just peak music It's a good time, time for, good time oh, okay. for yeah, sing-alongs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it rhymed. Yeah. yeah. We've been talking about it for years. Yeah. This, 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 this period. This mantra, this, yeah. yeah. So do you have a song to add to our playlist? Um, yeah, I have a song. Um Annie Kamoa. <gasps> yes. Falling in love again? No, oh. it's not. No, but it's dreams in my head. Yay! 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 Okay, so yes. on the last one we talked about the hottest CD in my car right now, New Divas Volume 2. Fuck off, is she on yep, it? Yeah, she's oh on it. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Damn. What song is on it? Dreams in my head. Shahoo. All these dreams in my head. I really want, like, we will have Anika on the pod, but... Oh, yeah. I'm I'm worried because she's so funny. I'm like I don't think I'll be able to keep up. <laughs> you will. You'll be fine. Oh, thanks, guys. She's Great really song. quick. Eh? Yeah, she's yeah. really quick. Yeah. Um, she's her, her brain has not been um, like she has been taking her iron pills. Yeah, and, yes, like, eating her greens. greens yeah, she, not been affected. Remember, we saw her. She performed at that fundraiser. Or the concert that we went to during the Rugby World Cup in Christchurch. Where Zed was? Where Zed was. I'm sure she played. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it was a good time. I'm really, I'm like the one, one positive out of this whole <laughs> COVID situation is the spotlight that has been able to be shone on New Zealand, especially in the arts now that, like, things are reopened. Like, mm. there's gigs. All our festivals are just stacked with New Zealand artists. The it's best really are coming to cool. Wellington this weekend. The best are coming. Are you going? Yeah. Oh, it's so out. Gorgeous. Yeah. I, well, I just got in. Oh, Benny's oh, playing right show. now. Yeah, I know. I saw that you could win tickets, but I didn't enter because we couldn't cancel this. Because we're already at the hottest gig in Wellington. You can't hear, but people are lining up outside. Yeah, yeah, throwing money at the door. Election night, you're going to be with Ibrahim, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. A bit of a a party. Yeah, either at the Labour Party party or or maybe our own one. Or the Rory Party party. (laughs) (laughs) The Rory Party party. Do you have anything to say about Judith? Oh, we haven't even talked about it. I know, once. I know. There was the funny thing on Ponce Road. I today. loved it. Love I it. loved How it. Good. Oh, God. So there was a guy wandering around that got interviewed by a media outlet. Hamish, not just a guy. Oh, okay. Not just Sorry. a guy. He was oh, part who of that. Oh, oh he, so I know. I was going there. But you explain. You oh, no, no, you, no, no, you do. No, no. Oh, okay. So he was interviewed, right? 
as a supporter, like a random supporter of Judas, also Judas. wearing the most <laughs> the most hideous shoes you've Hell ever of seen. Hell get up. This, did you guys post this on the Instagram yes, yes, of his yes. get up? It was out of control. Yes. Like, if, like, toe shoes. Like, <laughs> We're boots. Or We're just, tramping boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> and then just like the whole, yeah, it was something else. So they had him on camera chatting in Pops and Me with Judith. Well, well no, what happened was, so, yeah, so Judith, okay. <laughs> no, you go, it. you go, you go, yeah, Marie. Yeah. Okay, You're so, the so, so Judas is in Auckland to just do a walkabout. It's just you know, like yes. when they just walk down a road yeah. and like it was just under, it just everyone mobs her. Yes, and so all she needs to do is walk down a road and everyone mobs her. So it was like that. They're doing a walkabout, yeah. starting on one end of Ponsi Road up by uh, Williamson Ave and walking down, visiting a few shops. That yes. you know that sort of thing, and um, and all the journalists follow them, and you know they get. Shots kissing of, babies. Just in the kissing babies and yeah. selfies, whatever. And um, she starts going down and, like, uh, she walks a few metres and there's someone there. Oh, hi, Judith. Hey, uh, you, you did great in the debate last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then she says, thank you. And then, like, a few more metres and then someone else there right there. Hi, Judith. And then so the media going, oh, this is a bit weird. And, <laughs> and then they realise that they're all just plants. Yeah. And yeah. they people, National Party supporters there. No, so, members of the party. Members of the yeah. party. And then one of them is this guy, Hamish Price, who's like... Oh, okay. He's like, you know, the most infamous, like, National Party shrill on Twitter. Oh, okay. And, um, so oh that God. was why it was so That's funny. when they That's went a- up to him. And, and you watched yes. this. And, okay, we'll post it on the... Yeah, because he said... They said... But aren't you a member of the party? And he's like, yeah, but that's that's normal. Yeah. That's normal. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, it's actually not. They literally started with a, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was and so awkward. I saw it on Twitter today a photo yeah. of him in the background when they launched Emma Mello's campaign oh, yeah, for all yeah, consent. Yeah. I was like, yes. Twitter is the best thing, like, for New Zealand politics. It is. Terrible. It's so entertaining. Obviously, I see nothing from any side other than left, but people tweeting about it is just hilarious. The debate goes on, and I'm on Twitter. I'm not watching the debate. It's honestly hilarious. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You might see a a tweet from Kick-Ons on the NZ Poll hashtag, the one tweet we have, and we have no followers. (laughs) So good. Yeah, Judith, I think it's... um, Better luck, never. Yeah, yeah. I think she just had, she just has no chance. Obviously, it's just a bit of a shame for her that it's now. Like, I think she could have been taken a bit seriously if there wasn't such a love for Jacinda, right? Or it's just I mean, she's I bad. So, but she's like, bad. You can so. say that for any Labour leader under John Key's. True. Yeah. True. You know, I mean. Yeah, yeah, we're done with it. We're done with it. <laughs> so, Judith, do you wanna, do you Judith we'll see you on the cover. Crush of Vogue. Your yeah, yeah, we'll see you on the cover yeah. of Vogue. Do you want to make a prediction? What you think might happen? Prediction? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, I think it's going to be a Labour Greens government. I think they. I think Labour won't quite get a majority. Yeah, and they'll need the Greens, and the Greens will get like six and a half percent. And um, yeah, and New Zealand first will be out of Parliament. Mm. Pretty much how the polls are now, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I think that'll hold because they've held for quite a while. They haven't really gone up and down. Yeah, um, which 
last election we saw them kind of move quite a bit, election, you know, especially in those last few weeks running into the election. Yeah. So I think pretty much whatever the Which is, we're literally like, what, eight days out at I this mean, point. I mean, 250,000 people have already voted. Yeah, which is awesome. Well done, Jason. Nice one. Um, Thank you. So there's probably no room for like a, a shock, a random surprise. No. The only potential one may be the, that we haven't talked about this either, the what? public party, the advanced oh. New Zealand. I mean, uh, I don't want to get into like, you know. Wait, is Advanced New Zealand the Jamie Lee? No. Yeah, Jamie yeah, Lee Ross ja- yeah. and Billy, um, T. Billy TK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just so it's a, it's a QAnon conspiracy for... theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a there was a one of the candidates at a, at a meet the candidates thing. We were at the other day in Cambridge, and you know, she just it was all the UN is running the world. We're wow. signed up to it. We have no power in it. <laughs> Uh, that, that she was going about the sustainability, uh, sustainable development goals, and how um, essentially we were being governed by these SDGs, and um, they were the worst thing in the world. And da, da, da. I mean, like, if there's any Just, problem with the UN, is that it doesn't have enough power. Yeah, it has no power. That's <laughs> yeah. definitely not running the world. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. How did they all get together? It's just the internet. COVID didn't lockdown did not help mm. either because no. that was the birth yeah, 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 of yeah, that yeah. party. Yeah, I think it might have been bubbling away, but I don't actually know about the history of it. But so yeah. you think that they might get more votes well, than we think? I, they won't get to five percent, but I, I think that's the conspiracy. Yeah, <laughs> the conspiracy. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they don't get in, that's a conspiracy. Yeah. You ended that. You need yeah. to listen to David Farrier on Armchair yeah. Expert podcast with Dax Shepherd. Okay, He's been doing some great stuff. Oh, so well. good. Yeah, he's been so doing So good. Rounds. He talked a lot about, about all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, potentially because a lot of their support is going to come from rural places where there is genuine deprivation and mm. people have been left behind, um, that's when those kind of crazy theories can take hold a bit more. But, I mean... Because they it, listen to AM radio. <laughs> AM <laughs> <laughs> <I am> radio, <laughs> so good. But yeah, don't want to do a disservice to those communities that are probably very well able to stand up and say, "Get the hell out of here with your crazy ideas." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. thank you for joining us for your first hey, official um, spot as Kekon's political commentator expert. expert. Have you had fun? Well, I've got to make the most of it because, you know, by the next election, you're yeah. going to have those, Oh, those yeah. High flyers yeah, yeah, next no, time it'll be capital E, capital X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. What coverage yeah. will you be watching? One or three? Uh, the important one, question, one, I feel. One. Jessica Much Mackay? Yeah. Yeah. Jessica. Do you know who I also love? I'm going to forget her name again, but she's on the Hui. Oh, uh, um. Mahinanangi Forbes. Yes. She's amazing. Yes, I love if her. If only she could do one of the election debates. I know. We need to get her on the pod. She's great. We will. She's very, I just like the way she speaks. Mm. Yeah. She's very Choice. elegant, yeah. Mm. Yes, yes. Yeah. And very insightful. She says great stuff. Yeah. There's one more leaders debate to go, right? Am I making that up? Uh, I actually have no idea. But no. There, there must be at least one. Yeah. yeah. Felt like for a bit there, they were happening every night. It yeah, did. It did. Yeah. There was one tonight, Moldy Party. It's happening right now. Oh, oh. Yeah, what? which is what oh, I, okay. yeah, so like James Minor or party. Multi, oh, party. well, they were calling it multi-party. Oh, oh I thought you said multi-party. Party. Oh, sorry. Oh, yay. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, oh, yeah, the minor multi. parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
which is I'm like, do Marama and da- James just like sub in and sub out? Or how I can they work? say one word each? There <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you go. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah, oh, I can't wait to meet her one day. Um, okay, well, I mean, we leave every episode with a hangover. Well, first of all, follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Go to the playlist. Thank you so much for adding such a good song. It, it needed to be there. <laughs> yeah. Really needed to be there. Thank you so much, Rory. Thanks for inviting me. Everyone follow Rory on Instagram. <laughs> Do you want some Instagram? You, I don't know about I don't know about um, Rory. My We'll, we'll tag you. We'll tag you. Okay. We're going to tag Ibrahim. We're going to yeah, yeah, yeah. post his campaign Thank video him. in our show notes. Yeah. And we end every episode with a hangover. Yeah. Which is... Go out and vote. Go! <laughs> you don't need anything. You just need you. Yeah. A positive attitude. Yeah. Bye. Bye.